Yes, yes, people, man. This is the Energy Podcast, man. It's been a minute. It's been an absolute minute, but I know the people have been calling me back, man. Season three is here, man. And it's your boy, your host, ZBA in the house, man. I just finished my master's in entrepreneurship and management. And now we're out here, man, doing what we do best, man. But it's not just me today. We've got a special guest. We've got a very, very, very special guest, man. And this person goes by Daniel Alfred Olaye. He's the founder and creative director of the newly formed DA Vision Media Production with a professional background in advertising. He's born in London and having lived in Nigeria and South Africa, Daniel's multicultural upbringing blends with blends with his multifaceted adventurous nature as it's helped him to understand different lifestyles and social sceneries. This understanding has equipped him to take on the media production industry through his agency, DA Vision Media Production. You can also find us at DA Vision, DA Capital underscore Vision Media on Instagram. You can find that there right there. I'll also put that in the show notes. And this company by creating media and branding solutions for his clients, which helps them to connect with their target audiences. He's taking on the entertainment industry with the purpose of empowering people to live authentically and freely, which is the concept behind his newly formed docu-series called Lagos Living, set to premiere soon. People, keep your eyes on that one because that one's going to tear up the streets of Lagos this coming Christmas, man. Daniel loves activities and events like hiking and mountain climbing, exploring nature, partying, playing sports, and hanging out with friends. But... That's enough of my introduction right there. We'll give you, the people, what the man has to say about himself himself. But Daniel, thank you so much for coming on the Energy Podcast Season 3, man. First guest. Bless up, brother. Bless up. Yeah, man. So how you doing? How's life, man? What's new with you? What's what's popping? What's Lagos situation like that here? What what hell I do? That for that side every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my G. Now, blessed over here, bro. You know, we pushing. Um taking over new territories, you know, setting up businesses. Okay. So um, that's just what the vibe has been. You know, I had to, like, recently just go into, like, a moment of seclusion, you know. And I feel like solitude is very important when you need to, like, get new ideas from God. You know, you want to get new inspiration. And um, I'm just happy about this new season and um, what's about to be started with, like, DA Vision Entertainment, media, um, Lagos living as well, so I'm excited about that. Okay, what was the genesis of DA Vision Entertain- Entertainment in terms of media, the side of that? What was yeah, the genesis? Bro, where did um, it all start? Uh, bro. So where it all started is like, you know, I was privileged uh, to live in at least like three different countries, right? You know, um, starting from the UK, being born in London, um, spent lots of time living in Nigeria as well. And um, also living in South Africa. And mm. after just going back and forth between these different countries, right, I realized that, say, for example, someone who's, like, from Lagos, Nigeria, right, mm-hmm. it's like you travel wherever you go outside and you get to know more about yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you get to learn more about, like, your hobbies, the things you like to do for fun. Mm. But sometimes it feels like when you go back to Lagos, you kind of leave part of yourself, you know, wherever you went. And it's like, you then become a different type of person, you know. 
it's like when we were younger, some of us mm. had to, you know, be the people that our parents thought we were, you know. And it's like whenever we went back to wherever it was, we then continued from where we stopped. Mm. So the idea behind GA Vision was to, you know, just like have people live freely and authentically in the context of lifestyle and entertainment. We wanted to say, you don't have to be um, in London to do this. You don't have to be in America to do that. You don't have to be in Cape Town to do this. You can do it in Nigeria as well. You can do it in Lagos. You True, know, man, because people can see... Go, yeah, people can see... Sorry, it's it's only, yeah, sorry to interject right there. People can see exactly. people like um, places like South Africa as the wedding spot or places to go uh-huh. to explore or Kenya for the place you do see elephants or something such as that. And... Well, exactly. like with like Nigeria being like so diverse in cultures and having mm-hmm. like um, so much like indigenous places to explore in there, whether you go to Ondo State, such as that, mm-hmm. or Wari, go and go to Delta and the creeks exactly. and such as that. Like that can be that unknown that many people can be like, oh, I feel like I have to have get bar so I can go to South Africa to do dream wedding there. Why can't you yeah. do it in Lagos? Why can't you exactly cur- curate it there? Yeah. Exactly. So, DA Vision was the, or DA Vision Entertainment, because DA is like a brand in itself, but we break it down to DA Vision Entertainment, DA Vision Media Production. Okay, you know. I understand. You feel me? So, yeah. the entertainment side is to like explore ways to just entertain ourselves, you know, whether it's in, uh, in the UK or in Nigeria or wherever it is. And from the media production side, I'm pretty much running it like an agency. Mm. You know, I happen to have a background in um, advertising. Okay, dope, 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 dope. How did you get into advertising? In terms of that university? Good question, my guy. I had to, man. I had to. (laughs) Good question. It's funny because um, initially, like, I initially started um, studying IT um, back in London. Mm -hmm. But um, later on, time after, when I got back to Lagos, I... um, I always knew that I gravitated towards media, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I worked for a firm which is called Oaklands and Johnsons in Lagos. It was a marketing and advertising firm. And boy, oh boy, man, like when I started working there, it just exposed me to like a bigger skill, you know? Because mm-hmm. we worked with clients like MacVities, um, ASOS, um, Aspen Cigarettes, um, all sorts of brands. So it's like just seeing the process of creativity, you know, inspiring ideas when it came to like connecting these brands to their target audiences. I was just interested, you know, I was all in because I'm someone who likes okay. to be on the productive side of things, but also like creating um, creating ideas. So that experience at the market and advertisement firm just, it just got me really into it, bro. And from then on, I did a course in, um, digital media production and film in Cape Town and the rest is history bro (laughs) yeah we love to hear that man we love to hear that but you're talking about being on like creating the idea side behind it and just also being on the productivity side of it can you um can you just say what's the like the difference between um the but how so let me word this but how different how those different disciplines were different in advertising so when, mm-hmm. so creating those ideas with those, whether it's coming up with new ideas for McVitie's um, commercial 
or how you're going to reach, how yeah. you're going to deeply emotionally connect with that target audience. What does the yeah. what does it look like for the layman's person or for an advertiser getting started in that industry? What does mm. it look like for them? How mm. team dynamics coming to the play, yeah. social dynamics, or you, the kind of strategies you come with, mm-hmm. creating. Okay, this is where my target audience is. This is the value proposition I have. This is how we can mm. creatively convey this in an advertisement that emotionally captivates them and gives them a call to action to go from a point A where they are now to a point B mm. where they want to go. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one, bro. It's like, first of all, working in that environment, it's really, um, it's so much pressure, you know. Mm. But um, it's not a counterproductive type of pressure. It's the type of pressure that has you, like, getting into your creative juices, you know. Uh, there's Great, versatility Jesus. there as well, there's competition. So it's like, just like you asked, it's like, the difference between creating the ideas and um, executing them it's like, I think it's what made me even like go further into like learning more because it's like sometimes, right, you have an idea like, okay, cool, for um, a client, you want to go about this graphic design, which you think can really help like in um, billboard adverts and everything, right? So it's like you have the ideas in your mind and you're talking to the graphic designer in the agency and you're trying to sketch it down, but you're not exactly Picasso, right? <laughs> you just try to sketch it down. <laughs> you just try to sketch it down however you can. And sometimes the graphic designer happens to pick up on the ideas that you have. But the other times you're now like, you know what? Just maybe I should learn graphic design. So I'll be able to bring my ideas to life even more. You know, because in in terms of also the mm-hmm. dynamics of understanding the cultures, it's like living in um these um, three different countries, it opened my eyes to the fact that in Nigeria, there's a way, like, you have to go about understanding the audience, right? And this influences the creation of content. Then when you think about, like, doing it in the UK, it would seem to be a bit more, like, expressive, you know, a bit mm. more daring. And um, South Africa was, like, a blend of both, you know, but just understanding the social dynamics, understanding the cultures of the target audiences, it definitely influenced our creativity, you know? And I think that's just what is really humbling about it in a good way because it teaches you that sometimes no matter how creative you get, no matter how good you think your work is, it might not resonate with the audience that you're going for. So it's a business that requires you to humble yourself. It requires you to serve the audience that you're trying to cater to. Those are some some gems right there, man. (laughs) In terms of, wow, man, you got to humble yourself, man, because like you can have like, you can have that, you, we can get that ego side of us that's like, oh, we have the best idea, man. Like, I can't wait to get this out. Mm-hmm. People are going to love it, love it. And then, like, you you, you execute on what you're doing or you're thinking, like, you're, whether you're, I've done, whether I've, I've done PR work with companies where I had to manage their um, social media, mm-hmm. social media copywriting for. And then you're, I was like, I, I've been in situations where I've had to, I've cra- I'm crafting content and I'm thinking like, yeah, this is going to kill it. This is going to kill it when I post on Instagram. And it's like, right, it's just got like four likes. And it's like, and it's like, and I manage like, and this company has like 
30k f- followers out there and just like running like was it, is it me or am i out of a job in a sec man and now but now it's like it's like but it's like you got to think about those little small things like as you talked mm-hmm. about um your brand voice your brand identity how your mm-hmm. the perception how others see you like because like yeah. when you of course it's like important to understand your vision but it's important also important to see how like what what the streets are saying about what you're doing mm-hmm. and like getting a taste for it i think that's something 50 cent said in his in his book the 50th law with robert green and he says this idea of so, so many people are so afraid to keep one ear on the streets because of what someone would say about them but you have to get to as close yeah. to your audience as possible so you can understand their tastes mm-hmm. and, and i see that i see that perception with a lot of the people in that i've come across that I've worked with fashion brands, man. Um, yeah, I'll say shout, yeah. shout out um, Anthony, um, Anthony X at Ambition on Instagram, man. I see he's got his, his brand A2A3, man, is one thing that's really cool streetwear brand. And one thing I see with, like, with his strategies just from observing is just that how he'll set up like he'll set up like a weekly poll of like different fashion trends going on in the industry and he'll ask people like a yes or no about how they're feeling it and so how that how does that connect to what we're already talking about right here is that he's getting a gauge well from what i see he's getting a gauge of the taste of other what people are saying about the fashion industry when it comes to generation z young adults Mm -hmm. because we can love streetwear on that side some people may not be interested in that streetwear so he's gauging a the taste of people and then he can able to see those tastes and trends in the fashion industry and curate his brand in line with his vision and in line with Mm -hmm. getting taste to connect with um have that emotionally captivating content that connects with them so that's very powerful Mm -hmm. on that side man but yeah, man, with mm-hmm. that, I loved what you said about the the um, staying humble, man, with that, because we you're going from idea, then you go to execution, and then that execution can, can always humble you because you learn the lessons with that. So as we're mm-hmm. talking about lessons right here, Daniel, man, I have to ask, what's, what's, some, what's some tough times you've gone through in the last year, man? Mm-hmm. Good question, bro. Good question. Tough times, that tough times. They've taught time. you something deep about life, man, or maybe it could have been something with the pandemic or it could have been something like whatever you're comfortable sharing with, but something that yeah. that has taught you like, wow, this changed my perspective on things. This made me, oh, this gave me a, more clarity with God or this gave yeah. me more spark in my purpose, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a good question, man. Uh, tough times, you know. You, know, you mentioned tough times. I'm just um, thinking about, you know, um, what do you call it, man? Pressure making diamonds, you know. Mm, and um, yeah, bro, it's like for me when I think about tough times, I just think about the process, you know. And um, a good time I can use as an example of my story is the pandemic, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we're just laughing thinking about it, bro. Must have hit it's harder like, in Nigeria, man. Just like the way it's already oh, a hustle and bustle it, country. It like, really hard, bro. trust me, because um, prior to the pandemic, I just um, I'd gotten back to Lagos roughly like a year before, you know, from Cape Town. Excited to get my business running, and um, the pandemic happens, right? Yeah, and it's it's so humbling, honestly. It's uh, I think everyone had a fair share of the humble pie. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <humble> <laughs> <pie>. <laughs> no, no cap, no cap, man. 
put it with. Yeah. Honestly, bro. So it's like, it was a time that just basically, it just pressed through every aspect of me, bro. It's like, yeah, it just went through to the core of me. And it had me ask questions like, you know, what value do I bring to the table? You know, it was like, what is my purpose? You know, it had me ask these questions. It had me just feel like, you know, if um, if I had done one or two things differently prior to the pandemic, I wouldn't feel so stranded. Those are my thoughts back then, you know. And uh, mm. um, it was just a tough time because it's like, I can't speak for everyone because some people were out here making some good money in the pandemic, you know. Millionaires were made in the pandemic, you know. But um, they, they <laughs> during the pandemic, they, I didn't They say, they say cr- a crisis... A crisis. Man, like they say, like hard times, like especially with economics, like yeah, crisis exactly. meets opportunity, man. So some people exactly, can find bro. those opportunities, other people's like just exactly. get worse, man. But yeah, man. But for me in that moment, I, I didn't become no billionaire, bro. <laughs> 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 I didn't become no billionaire. Manifest that, man. Don't worry. <laughs> but it was good. More... It was good because it had me really question. What was my value? Because now, because I went through that season of eating my humble pie, I now understand that the real currency is value. You know, if I didn't go through that situation, mm-hmm. I would have just like lived off of like human criteria. You know, like oh yeah, I've got this job here, or I'm making some bucks here and there. You know, I've got this girl. Do you know what I mean? But mm. when you go through the pandemic, you know, and in the way that it affected me it kind of just like scattered everything. Mm. And that was good because now I was able to, with the help of God, I can't say this without God, you know, with the help of God, my life was rearranged, you know, uh, my perspective was rearranged as well. And now I'm moving with value. I'm moving with purpose. So um, mm-hmm. everyone's journey is different, but it's nice for, I think it's nice for one to come to a place where they need to ask themselves this question. What value do I bring to the table? What, you know, like, who am I? That, what, what defines me? What defines my characteristics? Do I do mm. do I do good things because they're convenient for me? Or do I do them because I've been in more difficult circumstances and I still have to choose to do them, you know? So I'm happy that I went through the pandemic, bro. Mm. And now it's like I've come out with an identity. You know, God has definitely, like, set me on the path where I just can't go back, you know? I can't go back to how bad it got at, at a moment in the pandemic. So now it's like, we're out here moving with focus, we're out, we're out here moving with purpose. And um, I'm just excited really. So those are like one of the difficult times because you, you, you must know how annoying it would have been like when you're just trying to inspire, you're trying to create, you want to make money as well, you know, because uh-huh. in this world you pay to play, right? Mm-hmm. But in that moment, none of that was happening. You know, none of that was happening. It was the word headspace, but Looking at where I am right now, I'm just really excited, you know. I'm really excited. Congrats, man. Like, I just got to, like, anyone who anyone knows me, man, got great respect for Daniel, man. Like, with this journey, with his, just his, mm. his tenacious attitude to life, always wanting to get after it. Like, Daniel is a serial, serial, work hard, play hard guy. Like, the guy will be mm. vibes at parties, but the guy also knows when to... 
as they say, you can't pour water from an empty cup. You'll know when to shut everything off and go into you the zone, man. So that's one thing and that we definitely started. And you could, I definitely see the leadership qualities in Daniel there, man. He's mm, like, when that, during the pandemic, one thing that we that we did because like as us as creatives me and daniel would hop on hop on clubhouse when we had some downtime from work mm-hmm. and and before the the people crucify me about saying like oh you went on cap house or clubhouse is so much rubbish on there the thing about anything especially clubhouse like the pros and cons to clubhouse there's a lot yeah. of rubbish out there but in my opinion i think a, a lot of th- people struggle with People, I think a lot of things people struggle with is curation, curation, mm. Cur- curating mm. your social media that you don't get outraged when every time you go online, curating yeah. the things you mm. follow because everything is an energetic exchange. Your subconscious mind is always listening. Cur- and th- that same thing applies to things such as Clubhouse, man. If, I, mm-hmm. if I'm in a rubbish room, I dip immediately. Some these same people that can be talking about oh, this rubbish on there are the same people that are probably asking, raising their hand to go on the stage to feed the fire on the rubbish that's going on in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so like, not to just talk about smart, man. Like, me and Daniel, what we were going on and doing is, like, we were curating different rooms, and I've met so many mm. empowering and authentic people on there. Shout out. Danielle on there because she because she hopped on my podcast even and I haven't mm-hmm. even met her in person. That's how like powerful like the social media world mm-hmm. is and being able to connect with someone on there. And just shout mm-hmm. out and same thing with Daniel. He was curating what was the name of the room? You was it the gentleman's room or the Lagos um, Oh yeah, the Ladies and Gentlemen's Club, something like that. Yeah. Straight vibes, man. Straight vibes where we talked about topics such yeah. as Man, was it, it went from it went from dating to spirituality to um, mm. social dynamics to just sometimes we would all have like work and we would just need your your boy that salesman I forgot his name man um, he, <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he, we would just come on we would just he would just come on after a long day of sales me too this is when I was working my full time sales job. I was like, I don't even have the strength to talk, but I'm here for the vibes, man. <laughs> because I call, because we're calling like 200, 300 people every day, man. <laughs> Doing P2P sales, man. So, like, with that, sometimes you just need those downtimes with that. Like, and that's the thing that the pandemic, yeah. not to ramble on, that's the thing that the pandemic taught us about. Why you see things like, I read an article a couple of months back um, with the Clubhouse valuation completely going down from something that was an app that uh, host, hosted. And I'll tell you why. Like, the, it was an app that hosted, had over like billion dollar valuation and mm-hmm. had the element of that made it so appealing to the masses was the element of exclusivity just from a brand. And yeah. I'll tell you on like a brand storytelling level, on a psychology level, humans, we love to to learn about secrets we love to peek behind the doors of someone else's life that's why celebrity culture is so glorified in Mm -hmm. the world we live in today so with clubhouse what they did was it was a members exclusive invite only chat so everyone is talking online saying who's got a clubhouse who's got a clubhouse invite i want one this is the new thing it's popping i can't go out Mm -hmm. i can't get social connection from going bars and restaurants and then with such as things as that, how do you feed this cataclysm of of 
absolute chaos, but also absolute like gems in the making is you mm. you have celebrities on there. Whether you see rappers like Meek Mill or Six Nine yeah. or your favorite real estate guy Grant Cardone was also another guy in there. I hopped in a few of his rooms, listening to some gems, and um, and then a bunch of other people where you previously wouldn't have had access to that person's time. So it ab- mm-hmm. enables people to connect with them on that level and regain that social connection that they lost during the pandemic. Exactly. So why did it go down in valuation? Because what happened when lockdowns got eased, people were allowed to go out again and then people didn't see this thing as the cool thing anymore because I can go get that social connection, those social rewards from that could, whether I'm de-stressing from life and work or just craving connection. Yeah from going out again. So that's why things like that. But they're also very powerful tools, man. But in terms of that, Daniel, what I wanted to get into right now, so you give some more gems to the people, man, is what can we expect from Lagos Living? From what you can agree, I know it's not you're signing an NDA or anything. (laughs) I know you got a lot of heat in the heat, heat loading, man. But what can people expect or what can you tease about? Lagos living, mm, Lagos living, Lagos living, Lagos living. I'm excited, honestly. <laughs> I can hear it in the voice. You can tell, bro. You can tell. I'll tell you this for sure, though. Um, yeah. I've been nurturing this um, idea for Lagos living and hiding for at least five years. Woo! You know? People, let us down. sink I in. Let us sink in, people. Actually, seven years. People, let actually, us sink in. Am I committing yeah. to, to something for seven years, man? I've been nurturing it for seven years, you know. I nurtured it to a point where the the envisioning of the of the TV show, mm-hmm. I started to live it in like an alternative reality in my head, and I'm like, hey, snap out, let's make this an actual reality, you know. And um, what you can expect from Lagos Living is just like people in their element, you know. I want people who are just living their lives authentically. I don't want actors and actresses, you know. <laughs> I want people who are living their truth. Okay. And it's just very important. You know, why, because, why is that important? Yeah, it's just very important because the idea of Lagos living mm-hmm. is to get people to, like, live in their truth. Mm-hmm. And um, in a place like Lagos, Nigeria, we all know Lagos <laughs> is a very interesting city. You feel me? <laughs> I'm just laughing. It's a very, very just interesting laughing, city. Let's 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 talk about it. <laughs> ah, man. Let's talk about diamonds in the rough, bro. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> I re- I read a thread the other day that said um, that what can you people the comment section had me creasing, man. I was dying. Yeah. It literally said, living living in Nigeria. What can you what can you not go a day without saying? And all the comments said, God day, God forbid, what haladeo, omo, guy. <laughs> like, like, it's, so it's like man. nonsense Pardon. person, madness. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, people don't understand, man. We love it. It's a love, it's a love relationship. Yeah. Bittersweet, man. It's it is, it is. But you know what? In the midst of the chaos, what I intend to do is Lagos living. Mm-hmm. is to curate the process of um, the youth, socialites, and entrepreneurs catching the vibe in Lagos. We're trying to show people um, what do you call it, like inspiring and creating, like, you know, perhaps there's like a lady or a guy mm-hmm. who started a fashion brand who's already running it. We want to see the process of how the business is coming together. 
you know, there's someone who's like in the events and nightlife industry. We want to see the process of how it comes together. You know, there's someone who's like into like the real estate industry as well. Let us see what your grind is about. And we're Mm. putting everything on TV, you know. So the idea is just to say like, amidst all the chaos in Lagos or Nigeria, there's still like a movement of people living their truth. And um, especially in a difficult place like Lagos, we're out here trying to show you like a much more beautiful life. So I'm not going to lie to you, man. Lagos, mm. Lagos living is not a show that is participating in the struggle Olympics of Nigeria. You know, <laughs> Lagos <laughs> living is there to show uh, you how, how much better life can be in Lagos only if you choose to be intentional about it. You know, we're trying to see, uh, we're trying to see people hop on jet skis and just like sail away to islands, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, like Ilache, like Ilache. Mm-hmm. You know the vibes, bro. We're trying to see people vibe, like man. go on jet skis from Via to Ilache. You talk, we're trying you, to show yeah. people, um, yeah. we're trying to show people like hiking in Ogun State or in Ondo State. You know, we're trying to show people partying. We're trying to show people socializing. We're trying to show weddings and nightlife, mm. um, the dynamics of friendships, entrepreneurship. You know, so it's going to be a vibe, really. Um, you know, and that's the idea of Lagos living. We just want people to know that who you were, like, when you left Nigeria, you could be that person in Nigeria. And if you've never left Nigeria at all, who you felt like you could be outside of Nigeria, you could be that person in Nigeria. And, you know, that's just the idea of Lagos living, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, so is it, is it going to be, like, properly, like, documentary style, like, in terms of, like, you'd get people showcasing the concepts behind, okay, this is how the fashion brand like how I build it. This is the kind of process I go through. Same thing with the real estate person. And then, or yeah. would it be like a storytelling, like in the terms of like, kind of like a chronological order kind of thing, like where like, yeah. I get up like this morning or I go do this yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have my coffee uh, and brunch at my favorite sport with babe. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, then yeah, I go yeah. I go crack up my four hours of deep work. Then I hop on the jet skis, <laughs> you know, to yeah, yeah, And yeah. then maybe I touch W bar for a bit. Shisha, you know, the guys. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a fusion of both. You know, it has to, I feel like it needs to have a chronological order Mm -hmm. because of like, again, like the, the, what do you call it, man? The, the, the media person in me jumps out here, you know, but, um, you know, when it comes to storytelling, it's very important that there is like continuity, you know, it's important that we can follow the lives and the, you know, evolution of people's lives in the show. Mm. So it's like, yeah, with documentary things going on, but just as you said, we're doing it like in a chronological order, you know, so it's like a certain person who is like running a fashion brand and perhaps we've got to see like how the person is running it at the beginning of the show. The, the, the game plan is that maybe like months after in the show, we can see the progress that the person's made from the beginning to like far and later on in the show, you know. So it's something that's meant like documented progress. Uh, we want to see friendships. We want to see relationships. We want to see businesses growing and thriving. Yeah, and, so um, evolution. Overall, evolution. Really. Yeah, evolution. With that. Evolution, yeah. basically. Evolution. So We're da- just curating yeah. the process yeah. okay, of so people's evolution. Mad. That's mad right there, man. That's dope. Dope yeah. things, man. But one thing I really I wanted to it. touch on you, Daniel, is like one thing that really stuck with me right now from what you've just said is 
storytelling. What is like, what mm. is something you've learned about storytelling in the advertising industry, like in terms yeah. of like connecting with your audience mm. or connecting with mm. the person or mm. creating stories? Like, you know, like a lot of people don't know the power of stories, man. Like think yeah. about, think about how much, think about all of mankind's history out there dating back to civilizations thousands and thousands of years ago, whether it's the Spartans and Greeks fighting wars back then that have now been um, comicalized and um, converted into films like 300 and things such as that. And why is that important about stories is that stories help yeah. us learn from and understand the past they help us, and when you understand the past, you're able to shape your present and then ultimately create your future yeah. by living intentional mm -hmm. in the moment. So that's why, like, if you look at financial crises across the world, yeah. like um, whether it's the 2008 crash or things such as that, you can see just patterns with... It's not necessarily like it's human nature in terms of decision making yeah. and emotional decision making. But not to go off on a tangent, in terms of storytelling, you have your character you <laughs> have you you have your character archetypes, you have your um the your plot, you have the development, the yeah. you have your your protagonist uh, some sometimes um yeah. Um. What's the What's the name of the opposite one to protagonist? Like the villain, the villain one. Sometimes in sometimes. Uh, the antagonist. And antagonist. Yeah. You have your yeah. yeah. You have your antagonist, and with that yeah. you have the plot and development. How the pain points and flaws of the character that people can connect yeah. with on that side. So Daniel, I just yeah. wanted to get your thoughts on advertising. What you learned about yeah. storytelling, whether in the genesis mm -hmm. of working at the firms that you did with McVeighs and that. Or just yeah. where it really, or was it something that you grew up reading books about, yeah. and then you learn like, wow, or a movie you connected with? Yeah. But yeah, man, that's a good away. question, man. I think with storytelling, um, I'll give you a very straightforward answer, mm -hmm. and I'll break it down further. Um, with storytelling, one of the secrets to storytelling is to understand empathy. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> gems, man. You know, this guy giving you gems. Uh, People take notes, man. <laughs> honestly, empathy is very important in storytelling because the idea of storytelling is to be able to, it like, it almost affords you an opportunity to, to see from someone's perspective or people's perspective, mm -hmm. you know, and um, that must explain part of the reasons why I really loved making documentaries back in um, Cape Town, you know, because with um, storytelling, it's just basically about getting people to see a perspective for a purpose, you know. So it's like you're not just doing it for vibes just because you can. Mm -hmm. You're doing it just so you can have them just see something that you're trying to point out to them. So I feel like storytelling is definitely a very powerful tool. Uh, it's a very powerful concept to apply, but I just feel like you can't you can't do storytelling from surface level you can't do it from a superficial place there needs to be like there needs to be some depth you know mm. so if you're someone who in your processes of life you've practically learned how to empathize with people you know you've practically you've practically learned how to how to just try open your mind to learn new things you know it helps you to be a better storyteller because now you're able to think okay how are these people going to take what we're saying 
um, how are they possibly going to see it? How is what we're saying going to help them? Like, you know, and again, it's like another thing that's factored into storytelling is um, emotional awareness, right? Emotional awareness. Mm. Because emotional awareness is where you say, these are my values, right? But these are my actions. Do my actions correlate with my values, with my inner values, you know? Mm. So storytelling is like the objective of this documentary or this TV commercial or whatever it is, is to have the people see this perspective. But the actions that we're taking in terms of like the storyline, are they in alignment with what we want to do? Mm. You know, so understanding these um, qualities can definitely just help in um, storytelling. You know, so that's just how I see it. And that's how it's been able to help. And I, I intend to apply these um, principles to, you know, Lagos Living and my future productions as well. Well, that's powerful, man. You can't even, like, like, it's like you, what touched on me there really was, like, just, like, the power of, like, asking questions, man, because questions yeah. questions lead to clarity. Clari- clarity leads to direction. Direction leads Definitely. to purpose. And then with purpose develops that competence. And then ultimately the fulfillment, the meaning all comes from there, man. Mm-hmm. with that so it's very important to ask us ask those questions man like what are our values who is the target audience we're trying to Definitely. connect with what story are we trying to tell man because these are how yeah. like creatives build masterpieces man in that world so that's very mm. that's very powerful that's very powerful to look at on that side but yeah man people watch out for lagos living watch out for yes, it man yeah. it's coming soon it's been yeah, years yeah. in the culmination i'm sure all the sacrifices daniel put in seven years in the works man so mm. people support that man support that support that at the, the at is lagos living tv you can find our instagram it'll also be in the show notes but if you want to do that now just take out your notes app write that down yeah, get yeah. on instagram follow up man support the thing all right love 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 so with that we've touched on da vision media man and entertainment the two sectors with that man and just the advertising genesis man from how yeah. where daniel's gone and lived in other three countries gained that perspective but i want to touch a bit more on just traveling. How do you think traveling shapes a human being, man? Mm, mm, mm. That's a good one. I love your questions. So <laughs> <I'm just laughs> bro, bro, appreciate you it. should get picked up questions, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, sh- traveling is really good because um, I feel like traveling presents an opportunity for you to open your mind. Mm. You know, because all of us are obviously like unique beings, right? But if and when we open our minds, we might not like taking everything that we learned somewhere, right? But at least we can filter some things out, you know? We can say, all right, this is more like me. This really isn't more like me. But um, mm. traveling is just really important because I feel like, I feel like um, the human experience is much more enjoyable when you've been able to like see different perspectives, you know? Mm. And um, traveling just enables you the opportunity to do that, you know? And um, mm-hmm. what I would say, however, just like free advice to anyone who loves traveling or who inspired, who um, intends to travel is traveling without an open mind is a waste of time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no point traveling if you, you're not going to open I your mind. I just try agree. to see things differently, you know. I completely agree with because, that. Because, for sure, man. Go ahead. Yeah. 
Because, like, when we think about the chameleon mindset, we're talking about adaptability, you know. Mm. We're talking about being on the move, you know. So uh, in the in the world that we live in right now, especially, bro, especially, there is more cause, there's more reason for one to just to, like, be a global citizen. And for whoever hasn't come to a place where they have the funds to travel as much as they would like to, it starts from, like, learning about places, if it's in movies or on YouTube. Even I myself, like, I'm privileged to have lived in three different countries, but there's lots of countries that I haven't been to yet, and I'm I'm looking forward to it, you know. But um, what's more important than traveling mm. is having an open mind. Mm, having an open mind. Powerful stuff, man, powerful stuff. On that side, man... With that, would you now? Now I want to touch into traveling alone or traveling with other people. Mm, mm, <laughs> I had, <good> to. <laughs> I had to, I had to, because you know they yeah. say you are the company you keep, man. What I've learned, I'll tell you just a bit, like before you give your point right here. I'll tell you how yeah. I've made mistakes on that side. I've traveled um, with people who I love, man, and I've traveled with people where like, wow, I'm just like, nah, this is not it. <laughs> this ain't it, chief. <laughs> this ain't it, chief. Yeah. But yeah, man, with that side, like it's important to like, because some people are, can have different um, priorities on that side, like with that. Yeah. I usually want to, I'm all there for the culture, man. I'm all there for the culture. Yeah. I used to go for the partying aspect with that. And, um, but now nah, as you get older and more mature, you value things such as peace, and, peace of mind and things yeah. such as that, man. So you travel to really open your mind on that so i couldn't put it in any other words like you see different cultures through that lens man so with that yeah. relating that to traveling um with company or traveling alone was that something when you went to south mm. africa and hiking was that something you went alone or was that something you did with other people yeah that's a good question man i think it's a bit of both mm. you know because um traveling alone is very important Oh my days are so important, man. <laughs> but traveling with people is also important. You know, so I think it's about like saying, okay, you know what? I want to travel alone, but I also want to travel with people. Mm. Just creating a balance. So, say for example, I'm like 60 40, 60 for traveling alone and 40 for traveling with people. Mm-hmm. Or maybe 65 to 35. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah. You know, because yeah. the reason why is because. I'm a, well, as a single person, because obviously when I get myself a nice wifey, it's a different story entirely. But as, as still in the game, still in the life. game. We've <laughs> <laughs> uh, been married off, bro. I've seen people getting married off left, right, and center, Ooh. man. You know, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, no worries. Um, yeah. As a single person, I'm adventurous. Um, I'm an explorer, and it's like, if I'm always traveling with people, mm-hmm. I wouldn't get to like navigate myself into some unique situation mm-hmm. because sometimes it's like if you're always with people, it's like, oh, let's do this, let's do that. I want to do this. No, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. But when you get to travel alone, you get to like wander into places intentionally and unintentionally. Mm-hmm. And in that, there's beauty in it as well. Because mm-hmm. now it's like you're navigating the unknown by yourself. Mm. And later on, you familiarize yourself with the unknown to a point where it doesn't even become unknown anymore. 
you know. So it gives you so that confidence like, in a way, like because you're just like, wow, I'm like, I'm so comfortable like being alone in my own solitude. Like exactly, this is like you're in your you own world. Yeah, you're in your own yeah. world, man. With that, and then exactly. um, as I said, so I know that you're passionate about traveling. What are the top five places you want to go to, man? Good question, bro. <laughs> Okay, let's uh let's let's go through it real quick. Um yeah, top five places. Um it could, I have yeah. um it could be culture, food, anything. Yeah. It could be culture, food, just wanting to go or like just yeah. like yeah. longing. No, I definitely have places in mind. Just yeah. trying to Yeah, just say right, cool. So places I wanna to travel to um for some reason I'm thinking some countries around South America. Maybe mm-hmm. be like um, Colombia. Is that Colombia? Maybe a bit of narcos got into me as well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you say narcos? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Medellin, Medellin, <laughs> Colombia. Medellin. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pablo, Pablo. Yeah. Oh, man. Pablo, Pablo. I watch yeah, both bro. series, man. I say it's addictive as hell, man. <laughs> bro, it like... was fire, bro. Me but like, Colombia's definitely I, there, bro. yeah, I love those. I, yeah, yeah, we we gotta talk about those TV shows, man, because I love those TV shows. But oh, finish your countries bro. after finish those countries, man. Yeah, so um, Colombia is there. Yeah, and if we're talking Asia, uh, I like the sound of Bali. Um, Woo! that's a babe spot yeah, for real, there. Where take your honey, man. I love there. it, man. <laughs> so I like me some greens. I like me some greens. I like me the forest. Sounds like it's got mosquitoes there, but hey, man, we're from Africa. Come on, man, we can do it. My only fear, um, if, if I go to a place like that, I won't want to leave. <laughs> I feel free, bro. You're going to be like Tarzan or something. Um, You'll uh, just be on the flight back and just depressed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just but go ahead, go that. ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so like um, Bali, um, Colombia, and Africa here. Oh my days! There's a contention between Morocco and Dakar in Senegal, but nah, I have to you, choose one. You have to go to Morocco. I went to Morocco three years ago, man. Oh, sweet, 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 my... sweet. So let's say Morocco, bro. Yeah. But Dakar, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was the other uh, one? I Senegal. Was Senegal? Was, was, was sorry? Was Senegal the other country? Did you say? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Senegal, okay, yeah, okay. Dakar, just Senegal. Just yeah. Thank you. And uh, just one country to mention in Europe. I'm just thinking any country I could mention. To be honest, uh, Monaco. Yeah, Monaco, definitely. Oof. Monica is definitely, yeah. definitely for the taste, for the exquisite gentleman right there. You feel me, bro? <laughs> yeah, that's, those are the places you want to go when uh, we're at the top of the top. You feel me? That's where the high value, man. You, that's where we <laughs> recuperate, man. <laughs> we generate, bam, bam, we bam. connect to the soul right there, bro. Because, like, bam. there's certain places that just, like, you feel like certain people wouldn't go because their tastes just aren't, like, the taste, like, do they have, like, that, man, like, I don't know, for me, like, the biggest example I make of this is, like, I'll get, I'll get shout out to another one of my brothers, man, Goldie, yeah, I mean, man, started a brand, Metro yeah. Man, I'm wearing a Metro Man shirt right now, man, that's, man, please, and please. the reason, the reason why it's a, it's a, one of the sickest menswear brands in Nigeria, man, and the reason why it's just, like, me and my boy, DJ Rudy, man, we always talk about this, man, that the reason why we're able to connect with this brand so much is because just like how I relate this to what you said about Monica is that it just like when you're like you're chasing after something in life, virtue and whether it's like things yeah. like self-respect, character, self-discipline, uh, wisdom, those little virtue, not like 
not values really values can be very um, <clears throat> subjective um on that level man but like with virtues it's like it's just virtue it's just excellence that side and with style to relate that to style style basically is just communicating your internal world how you feel mm, about yourself yeah. and style is also communicating where you're where you're going where you're going mm -hmm. Like who you, how how you see yourself. That's why it's so like important on that side of perception to like take care of your style with these things because, but like people can uh, roast me for wearing my orange Frank Lucas overcoat every day, man. But I feel amazing when I wear it, man. I, f <laughs> I like I feel amazing. I feel like my most confident man i feel like i'm ready to Love get to after hear. ready to get after the day man like with things such as that i feel amazing when the metro man shirt things like that because these little mm. thoughts, small things these silk shirts it's not like i've never been like a designer person that kind of thing but these small like mm. sophisticated minimalistic things just yeah are just so simple but so easy like the man makes the clothes man like it's how you wear the yeah. fit man it's not drip like unless you like know how to like pull it off man so it's like with those things like it's very important to style yeah, with I'm checking that. them out metro man is looking fire bro. yeah yeah man piece, people if you're looking for another brand fire. a lot of brands will be shout out today man but we're all for the people nah, on fine. the energy podcast man this one follow up metro man instagram Yo, and, and you know what's crazy bro she's talking yeah i was just going through like the outfits of metro man and guess who they're running to no one else but you. <laughs> My God. What do you, yeah, what do you, what do you mean? What? You, what do you, who, who they're what? Who they're running to, did you say? No, I was like, I was going through the outfits yeah. on the profile of Metro Man, yeah. right? And I ran into the one that has you in it. Ah, the that's the that's yeah, that's the uh, that that long one, guy. That one's my ah, that one's my Sunday recharge outfit, man. For the prepare for the new it, week, yeah. But with that, man, it's just like so important to, um, yeah, how to relate that to the Monica. What we were talking about with Monica, man, like, man, the gentleman, man, just like your tastes, like. Your virtues, your values, whether you like to think, do things like reading and writing, man. You kind of yeah, see where like those yeah. patterns with people that their tastes like match like their hobbies and what they do, like the places they want to go, whether it's when they want to go mm. to like, like, like whether like, for example, I like, I don't want to go to Ayinapa or something like that because I know it's a party mm. place mm. like in Greece, like. Like, but maybe yeah, yeah. I'd want to go to Santorini because, like, that's more like taste, that's more minimalistic, that's more my style, things such as that, and like Monaco as well to touch on that. So, yeah, man, those countries all sound am amazing. After this call, I'll definitely send you the Morocco recommendation, brand of places you gotta be when you're there. Love to hear it, man. And the tips, Love man, to. for that, man. And with that, just to like start rounding up now, too, one thing we were just discussing earlier about Narcos, man. We'll talk about Narcos, man. And what do you, <laughs> with that TV show, man? I think my my TV shows are just Power, Narcos, Billions, Money Heist. Those are the go-tos right there. Mm, good that. taste, good taste. Yeah, man, appreciate it. But with like those kind of shows, man, the reason why I like those shows personally, and I want to get your opinion on those shows, is that they just convey human nature, man. I'm like if mm, people who don't like people you. people who know me know that like um really know me know that i'm just fascinated with human behavior and just optimizing my life in a way that um just like you always catch me just reading a psychology book or like yeah. or st be like 
sometimes like as much as people see like me on socials, I put music on my socials all the time. So many times I I do go out without music and I literally just vote. Like if you study body language and things like that, you're just people watching, mm-hmm. just observing yeah, yeah, how people, yeah. like, and people can call that weird, whatever, but it's like, not in like a stalky kind of way, but in like, what is this person like going through? Like, what is like, what's their body language communicating like on that style? And, like, and there's so many contradictions that you see that it's actually crazy, like with that. And you see it in yourself as well. And in different situations, whether you're with informal settings in the office or informal settings, it's crazy, man. It's actually crazy. Like I recommend anyone study yeah. body language and you'll never be bored in your life. <laughs> but yeah with narcos yeah with narcos man what do you like what do you love about that show man that drew you to medellin medellin man i love it bro honestly it's like it gives you perspective into the lives of people that were said to be evil or bad mm. you know because don't you find it ironic how Pablo Escobar, right? This dude, <laughs> this dude literally bombed places, man. He got, he got so many people killed just as casualties, you know. But um, crazy, bro. It's, it's crazy to think that even watching the show, a large amount of us developed a form of sympathy for him. And that, that do you know why that's powerful? Because I, li- bro, it is literally mad that you said that. Because I saw a tweet yesterday is you don't realize the power of storytelling exactly. until you realize it gets you rooting for bank robbers in shows like Money Heist <laughs> and li- Liking the Devil in Lucifer and things such as exactly. that. And you just exactly. realize how powerful like media is and storytelling, what we touched on no, storytelling earlier in the question. And it's those little things just like till we can go deeper for the people. It's like what you talked about, emotional awareness and empathy we can emphasize yeah. with people like Pablo Escobar um, in the show, people. I'm not like right, before <laughs> anyone comes in. Oh, it's cancel culture. <laughs> like in yeah. the, you can emphasize with people like him in the show by seeing how he connects with. He longs to go back to his family and see his mother and important things such as that. Yeah, yeah. So like the intrinsic qualities that we can relate to as human beings, such as family, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Disregarding the bad things, of course, man. Like. Yeah, it's a, you know. a TV show. I just had to say disclaimer before people come in my DM saying, "Guy, yeah, the guy's supporting Pablo Escobar." Like, <laughs> hey, you know what's crazy, bro? It just shows you that, of course, Pablo Escobar was just, you know, he was just far, bro. But at the same time, it just shows you that even the people that are said to be bad, they still feel a sense of like victimhood every now and then. Mm. You know, they still feel like victims as well in circumstances, even though. <laughs> they're meant to be the bad people you know yeah. crazy yeah. isn't it crazy where we live in man very yeah. very different multifaceted complex people man and you just gotta stay safe in here crazy, man yeah. and like but with that man I think yeah that's a roundup on the energy podcast I know we got busy we got stuff to do man but we had to drop some gems quickly for the people man 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 I appreciate you Daniel Alfred Ole Chief Founder and Creative <laughs> Director of DA Vision and Media Production man entertainment man like he hopped on he gave some gems about human nature about storytelling about advertising how you can craft stories to connect with your target audience Mm. differences between ideas and execution how traveling shapes your mind and going versus traveling 
by yourself or traveling with other people and just the idea, man, of just getting after it with your crafts. DA Vision Media and Entertainment is something he's been working on yeah, for, yeah. for seven years in terms of the Lagos living idea itself. So to be that patient, to be that disciplined, to trust in God and to understand mm. that you have, you're destined for higher things, you can only respect that, man. You can only respect that. You can only be humbled. Appreciate you that. can only see the opportunities from there. Of course, anytime, my brother, we drop gems for the people. And people, if you want to get learn more about Daniel and what he does, man, you can find him at... You go ahead, Daniel. I'll let you do it, man. Daniel Alfred 01. <laughs> Is that that's Instagram, yeah? Yeah, that's my Instagram okay, handle. Yeah. Danny Alfred one, and then um, da vision underscore media. I mean da underscore vision media. Pardon me there, and then at Lagos Living TV set to premiere soon. Yeah, yeah. Put that in your reminders on your phone app, man. Put that on your notes, man, because I, mean, I tell you something: if you put in seven years to something, it's gonna be cold. It's gonna be fire, man. Mm. But yeah, man, people enjoy the gems, yeah, man. Yeah. You know what to do. If you found something, Appreciate if you found friend. something that you resonated with this podcast, man, send us to someone. Send us to someone who needs to hear mm. this message, whether it's a part of the storytelling, whether it's advertising, whether it's one line mm. you took away that you just can't stop thinking about, man. Share this with someone. Appreciate write it down. Apply it to your life, man. And let's keep growing. Let's keep elevating. It's been the Energy Podcast ZBA, your host, and season three is back with a bang, man.